Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. <laughs> hey, everybody. So, Memorial Day weekend just happened, and uh, Pammy and I, my co-host, we normally do a podcast every Monday. <laughs> and we were like, okay, let's do it in the morning on, on Memorial Day. And let's go. I'm going to the pool and I'm going to the park. Okay, let's do it later. And then it just got away from us. So we never ended up doing a podcast, uh, our normal dating relationship podcast. But I thought I would just do one in between because we've got a, a special guest coming up for this uh, next show. Not this show right now, but the next show that's going to happen after this one. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, it, it's a friend of Pammy's, I believe. And she's a, uh, I, I don't have it written down in front of me cause I'm not, I wasn't planning on talking about it at all, but anyway, she specializes in hormones. Let's just say, I, I, like I said, I don't know exactly what she does except that she, she knows about hormones. And so we're going to talk, uh, to her, me, Pammy, and, uh, I think her name is Katie. I, but I don't, don't quote me on that. Anyway, super excited about that show, but this one in between here is uh, just a little solo, just me sharing a couple thoughts on, and this has just been rolling around in my mind, uh, and I don't know if it's because of what's going on over in, uh, you know, with Russia and Ukraine, just thinking about peace, and not just peace like absence of war but peace in the sense of living a peaceable, quiet life and, and not being contentious. Have you ever met people that are contentious? You know, that's like, they make, they just want to fight and they will take issue with things to create drama. Anybody, anybody out there, anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. Hang on. Ah, such a good cup of coffee. Um, so yeah, I was just thinking about that. And I think this relates to, well, I know it relates to dating because I have, um, you know, over the last three years I've, I've dated, uh, I'm, I'm talking to someone now, so I'm not dating around at this present moment. And, uh, over the last three years, you know, I've met a bunch of different types of women all wonderful on on one hand like people are people everybody's awesome in their own way though what i've learned is well there's my mind's going all over the place a lot of things i've learned one is there's a match for everybody that's for 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 sure that's something i've learned um there's you know there's there's a what's that phrase um there's a flavor for everyone. Is that a, is that a, <laughs> is that a thing? Um, but you know, different strokes for different folks, et cetera. Th there, there really are such a wide variety of people out there that no matter who you are, where you are, what you are, how you are, there's a match out there for you. So I, and I really, really, really believe that to my core. Now it might take a while, you know, uh, for me personally, and of course I, you know, I don't know the future, so I'm not, I don't know where, I mean, the person I'm talking to, I mean, she's precious. I very much like her a lot 
and we're enjoying each other's uh, company and really getting to know each other. But, you know, we're still fairly early on, only a couple months in. So, you know, who, who knows for sure, but, uh, feel really good about it. And, and I only say that just because uh, again, I don't know where the future of this is going, but it, it took me the entire three years, not just to find her that, that there might be some of that in there, but it's, it was really more about finding myself before I was even able to find someone else. Does that make sense? So that's something I say a lot. You guys have heard me say it before. It's not so much about finding the right person. It's about being the right person, right? And it took me the entire three years to really get like found, you know, to really find myself and find my way and to settle myself and to, to kind of come into my own and I'm still growing. It's an ongoing process and it will probably continue, you know, for the rest of my life. I believe that's one of the purposes of life is, is self-discovery. But, um, I guess I would say I, I, I found myself enough. Uh, what's that quote? I think of this all the time cause I love Paris. I've only been there once, but I'm going back, but I found myself in Paris. You know, I, I would say over the last three years, I, I found myself in Kansas city <laughs> and I, you know, I realized I wasn't a religious person. I was more spiritual than I was religious. And, you know, I realized I didn't align with, with fundamental Christianity, evangelical Christianity. You know, I didn't align with that. And, and that, you know, that, that took probably for me, the biggest part of my journey was my walking away from Christianity. And I, what do they call that? I think that the trending word is the deconstruction process, <laughs> like whatever the fuck, I don't know. I, to me, I, I don't, maybe it was a de deconstruction. I don't know. It's just and this doesn't make sense to those that are still in that world because they think that someone like me would be, you know, lost or, you know, that I'm wayward or I've been deceived or, you know, all the different things that, that we, th I used to think about people when they left the church. Um, anyway, t whatever that's, that doesn't matter. Um, I should probably do another, another spiritual podcast though, where I talk, to a bunch of my, um, like more religious Christian type friends. And we have a real good discussion about this stuff. But anyway, I I've been really uh, pleased to, to, uh, still have a lot of good friendships within that world, which that's been special to me. I've lost some friends for sure. Uh, which makes sense. I mean, how could I not, I get it. Uh, especially, you know, you go through a divorce and, and then, you know, you leave the, you leave the faith <laughs> and, uh, you know, people that think it's the way, the truth and life, there's no other way to heaven except this way. Then, uh, you know, they really do struggle when, when you're not a part of that way anymore. It, it just is what it is. Uh, it, that, that, that took me a while to accept. Like it, it, it was hard. It was a, it was a difficult journey. You know, anytime you, you leave one set of, of beliefs and values and, your community that is it's a big deal man you know i i i've not i've moved around some you know when i 
went off to college and then when I got married and then we took a couple jobs and moved around a little bit. Um, it's, you know, you change your friend group kind of right. I mean, you might stay in touch with them, but you know, you, if you're in a community, if you live in a certain area and you have a bunch of friends that you go out with and then when you move, you know, you have to get a new set of friends. And so along the way, I've made a lot of great friendships. Um, you know, it's just been a fascinating journey. I don't even know. It's just been such a fascinating journey. And, you know, here I am in, in 2022, 53, um, finally feeling really good about myself. Like really, you know, I took this, this is neither here nor there, but it's my fucking podcast. And I'm telling my story. <laughs> so, uh, I, when I got divorced, so I've always been a person that works out. I've just, I've just have, I started working out in junior high. It was something that I really, really enjoyed. And I'm sure there's a reason for it. I, you know, I wanted, I got beat up when I was in sixth grade. One time I got jumped by three people, you know, three kids, my, you know, my age, but three of them jumped me, beat me up. And ever since then, I just like, I got my butt in the gym and started working out. Cause I was always a real skinny kid. And and I'm assuming that's what it, the trigger, I don't know. Maybe it was just, I was going to get into weightlifting anyway, but right after that, you know, I graduated sixth grade, went on into junior high and that's when the weight program started and I just liked it. And I, for whatever reason, I was strong, uh, for my size. I was real strong. Like I was only, only those that lift will understand this, but I think I weighed like when I got into seventh grade, I weighed like 130 pounds. Like I was pretty, pretty light maybe even less than that. Anyway, I, I was bench pressing like 225 when I weighed like 120, 130 pounds or whatever. So I just kind of had a knack for it. And, you know, the coach that helped us with the training kind of took to me and, and, you know, told me I was strong. And so I just, I believed him. And so I kind of stuck with it, got into high school, definitely really strong, uh, was built, you know, was starting to pack on some, a little bit of size through high school or, yeah, right out of high school, especially. Then I really got into working out in college while I was in Bible college and seminary, actually. Uh, worked out with a couple a couple steroid freaks. <laughs> this is when I moved. I moved to Springfield, Missouri and went to Central Bible College. And there was a YMCA there that I swear I needed a tetanus shot to work out there. But uh, they there was a couple. Dave, what was that guy's name? David and... Um, was it David and Phil? Anyway, these two fucking steroided up, juiced up, jacked guys. Like, and here I am, this little Christian boy. I'm over at seminary and I go to the YMCA to work out and run into these two yahoos. And I say that with, that's an endearing term. And they just became good friends of mine. These guys were... <laughs> They were doing all kinds of drugs and, and they looked at me as like this little pure little angel guy. And, uh, anyway, they took me under their wing and really helped train me and, and helped me with, uh, working out stuff. And, and the, both of them competed and placed well and did well. And they were just huge, just so big. And anyway, so that kind of put me in a, in a world of just, you know, working out and staying fit and this carried through up until i got divorced so 
I was probably in the best shape of my life back in 2000. Um, well, there's a stretch of time in 2010 to 2018. I was in really good shape. Um, you know, late forties and just in really good shape. I was very, very fit. And then I'll be honest, this is maybe, well, this is just part of my story. It became too important to me. I really cared about what I looked like. I really liked the attention that I got from people that, you know, that could tell I was working out. And, and I, it, I, it, it was, it, I fed into it. Fast forward, I get divorced. I lose all interest in, in working out. And then of course, COVID uh, lockdown and all that stuff happened. And I wasn't going to wear a mask at the gym while I was huffing and puffing. So I'm just like, nope. And, and, and plus, you know, the gym closed down for a while. I just got out of it. Finally just said, screw it. And I dropped my membership and I'll be honest. I got pretty out of shape, not terrible, terrible, but definitely like I didn't want to take my shirt off. You know, whereas before I would have gladly had my shirt off. It didn't matter. But now I'm like, no, the shirt's staying on. And this was, this was a real sign to me because I, I, then I transitioned into a stage where I just didn't care. And all I cared about was my, my brain and my mind, my emotions, my, my inner inners, my innards, my insides. That's all I cared about. I just wanted to be healthy mentally and emotionally. And so I really took those, the probably two years. I, I, I didn't work out for probably two years. It, there, I say three, but the third, that first year I was still trying to go to the gym at least once a week, just to try to stay somewhat, you know, whatever. Cause I could see stuff I was losing and I was you know, starting to get a little soft. I was starting to lose some of my size and things were starting to, you know what I mean? All that. Anyway, now, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I uh, just feel fantastic emotionally. And I thought, you know what? I need to get back after, I need to get my body in shape now. Now that my mind, my will, my emotions, all my, my insides are, uh, in a healthier state, let's, let's get back to taking care of care of the house that that lives in so that you can be around for a long time, Timmy. So I signed up for a 90 day transformation, uh, package and yeah, so there we are. I'm, I'm a couple weeks in uh, feeling great, seeing great results. I didn't realize that how fast your body could snap back, especially since I've worked out all my life. Uh, my body's starting to snap back pretty good. Um, even my girlfriend, she's, she notices, she's like, I can tell, like you definitely can tell. So, I mean, you know, um, but, but, but here's the thing. I don't care aesthetically as much as I did back in the day. Like I don't, I'm not doing it for the attention this time. You know, this, I'm literally doing this because I want to be, uh, healthy. My microphone is, I need to fix this. It's like wobbling all over the place. I won't mess with it anymore. I'll leave it alone. Stop touching it, Timmy. Uh, that sounds like a, a funny, funny phrase. <laughs> Don't touch it, Timmy. Uh, so why do I say all this? 
because I, it has to do with with what I'm talking about, about finding peace, not being contentious, but also, you know, our own personal journeys. Everybody's on a journey. And for me, my journey, I finally got fed up with my physical, what was happening physically since I'd worked so hard and spent so much time over the last three years on my mental health that finally I got to a stage where I'm like, okay, enough is enough. We need to get back after it. There you go. So I've got till... August 17th and I will uh I will be posting my before and after picture there's someone goes why don't you post your before picture now I'm like hell no there ain't no way I'm posting that before picture until I got the after picture ready to go with it no way no it's it's embarrassing uh I do not I do not like uh did not like the way I looked two weeks ago oddly I'm I'm feeling way better now and even can, I can definitely tell a difference, but I'm still not there. You know, I've got, I've got whatever, uh, eight, no, 10, 10 more weeks. So who knows, who knows where I'll be then. But why, again, why am I saying this? Why is this even a part of this podcast? Well, one, it's just uh, to encourage everyone to, you know, we're all on a journey. I didn't feel bad about myself until I did feel bad about myself physically. Like I was so concerned with my mental health. I was so wanting to work on the insides of me that, that I, that, that, that was okay. It's it's like, it's okay. Um, you know, and then when I finally got to the point where I'm like, okay, enough is enough. I want to be happy in the body I'm in. So let's, let's start, let's just start. And I know it's, I know it can be hard, especially especially for people that maybe are way out of shape, you know, I'm saying I hadn't worked out for two years. You know, some people are like, I haven't worked out in 10 years. Other people are like, I've never worked out. I I mean, Hey, whatever. Like it, it, you don't need to do it unless it's something you want to do. I mean, I think you should do it for health for sure. Like just a hundred percent for health. So you can live a longer time, but it's, you know, if you look like you want to look, then you're golden. And I really believe that, you know, my, one of my good friends, uh, Brandon, he's a DJ owns a complete weddings and events. And I was talking to him the other day and, and he, uh, I was talking that I just, you know, didn't, didn't like the way my body was looking. That's why I started this program. He goes, Oh, I love the way my body looks, you know, (laughs) and he looks good. He looks great. You know, he's got dad bod and, uh, but he was just talking about how that it's not, that's not, he doesn't care. Like it's not something that he cares about. And, and that's totally like, there's nothing wrong with that. Not, not everybody needs to be into fitness. Not everybody needs to, now I think you need to be, you know, be concerned about your health and, you know, take care of yourself. I mean, definitely, you know, I think that, I think that's important, especially if you have family and relative, you know, people that count on you and care for you. I mean, I I think that you owe it to them and yourself to at least walk around the neighborhood, at least, you know, a few times a week. Um, But, you know, different strokes for different folks. And so if you're happy with yourself, then thumbs up. If you're not, you know, I would just challenge you, then do something, sign up for some kind of 90 day deal. Um, 
or just start some kind of a program that that can get you to a place that you know makes you feel happy and good because that that that's probably that is definitely one of the one of the pieces that's important when in a when you're out dating is to feel good about yourself that's that right that would be confidence and so when you're feeling good about yourself it helps when you're interacting with others you know potential potential suitors potential dates potential partners when you feel good about yourself you know when you can look in the mirror and you're like yeah you know um then that's all that matters. You know, if you're, if you can look at, if you're happy with what you look, what you look like in the mirror, then, then great. And if not, there's no one else in charge of that, but you like, that's it. Like you're the ones like, no one's going to do it, but you right? that you're the only person that can do it. No one else can do it for you. And I really do believe and, and feel that it's an important piece to be confident doesn't matter what you look like, but are you confident in what you look like? Are you okay with what you look like? And I've said this before, it, it, this is, especially when you can change it, I could get back into fitness and trim down a little bit, get rid of my, because I did have a six pack. Now it's a one pack. So, so I knew I am the one. I ultimately can affect that by what I put in my mouth and by what kind of activity I do. Right. Other things you can't, if there's something that you don't like about yourself and it's not changeable, then, I, then you just got to like it. Like you just, I don't, that you just accept it. You know, there's no point in pissing and moaning and groaning over something that you can't control. Um, if you can, then why not? And if you can't just accept it, it's part of the thing, right? All right. Okay. I just want to quickly talk about the actual, why I'm doing this particular podcast and I'll go all the way back to where I kind of veered off and went into my personal story for whatever reason. I, in the dating time that I've been dating over the last three years, I've met a lot of wonderful, 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 wonderful women. And I did notice though, that there were some women that seemed to be more contentious or more like creating drama. Um, and I found that fascinating. It was like, they were looking for a fight. They were looking to, to create some kind of contention and I find that fascinating. That's, that's not for me because I'm not, I'm not a contentious person. Matter of fact, I'm, I bend way towards the peace side. Probably I err on to the peace side. There are times I should speak my mind and I hadn't, or there's times I should have spoke my mind and I didn't. So I, I bend to the, to the other side and, you know, I'm trying to come back into the middle where I'm not contentious for contentious sakes. I'm not a drama person, but you know, I won't 
let something that slide that shouldn't slide kind of a thing, right? Like I'm not going to stand for mistreatment. I'm not going to stand for bullshit. Like that's one thing, but some people, um, are just contentious. So I, I pulled up a few, believe it or not, Bible verses. You know, I spent 30 years as an evangelical pastor. And if you're listening to this podcast for the very first time, I left, you need to go back and listen to my other podcast episodes. Uh, I left the evangelical church. I, I, I guess you'd say I retired from pastoring, so to speak, and I do weddings full time and I'm, I'm no longer, uh, an evangelical Christian. And, um, shoot, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Um, let me just think here for, let me take another drink of coffee. Hang on. That'll help me. That's the, that's the, see, that's the problem. I've only had like two sips of coffee. Oh, I think it's coming back to me anyway. Um, so I think there's a balance between, I think, you know, you got to respect yourself, you know, don't put up with bullshit, but also there are some people that just, they're just contentious. It's like, they're looking for a fight and they try to stir the pot. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but let's, I want to read a few verses. Oh, that's what I was saying. Cause I, you know, I spent 30 years as an evangelical pastor. And so my mind works this way. Like I, I spent, you know, what, 52 weeks a year. So times 30, holy moly, that's a lot of preaching. And so my mind works like this. Like I work in sermons, like that's how my brain just works. And so I thought, well, let's go to the, let's go to the Bible and see what the Bible says about peace. And so I just found a few Proverbs, the wisdom books. I thought, uh, wow, there's, there's a few Proverbs that speak to this. I thought were just powerful and, and worth mentioning here. Proverbs 17, nine, whoever would foster love covers over an offense. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. That and that's I didn't even look up all the verses on on gossip. Um, you know, I, I I that's a whole nother topic, but I would say that that's a very contentious drama type behavior. Gossip is for sure. But I love this Proverbs seventeen nine again. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, man, don't we need some more grace and, and, and mercy and forgiveness in our world? I think so. And by repeating matters, you separate close friends. Whew, man, Proverbs got some good stuff in it. Proverbs 10, 12 says hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. And finally, Proverbs 19, 11, a person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. See what those, each of those have in common. The Proverbs 17, 9, foster, if you want to foster love, you got to love covers over an offense. Love covers over all wrongs. And then finally, love or wisdom overlooks an offense. See, it's wise to overlook an offense, especially 
going back to what I said just a minute ago, I, it's important to not, not be a doormat. Don't let people use and abuse you. Of course, no, you got to have enough self-respect to not allow that. But being able to let something slide or let something go or be gracious about it. That's the, that's the part that's important that I think that we need more of in our world, which is grace. And if you want to live a more peace filled life, you really need to live more gracious and, and understanding and not be so critical and so divisive and, and gossipy and, and that, that's, that's, what does this have to do with, with dating? Well, I think how we get along with others, <laughs> it's an important piece in getting along with another person. If you want to be in a relationship with someone, then you need to be a person that lives from a place of grace or mercy. And I'm not talking about these within a religious context at all. I'm talking about just generally that to be gracious, to be merciful, to be forgiving, to be loving is to overlook an offense. You know, it's wise. Um, and, and not just when it says overlook it, I don't think that means in my mind, I don't take that as just ignoring it, but you might go to someone and go, you know, Hey, you know, I'd like to talk to you about this but be gracious and understanding and forgiving. You know, I think that's a, an important piece. That's it. That's it. That's all I have. That's it. So try to live a peaceful life. You know, there's another scripture that says live at peace as much as it depends upon you. That's where peace comes from. You're the one in charge of your own peace. All right, guys have a fabulous one. See you soon. Peace.